This is the Practical Homeopathy Podcast, episode number 74. Each day from my office, I get to see how homeopathy is transforming lives all over the globe, and I want to share them with you. Some of my students have really caught my eye. Some of you have done all you can to learn how to cure those around you using homeopathic medicines and your successes inspire me. They're glorious and powerful, and I can't keep these successes a secret any longer. So, with help from my roving reporters, we bring you a mini podcast series that I call Moms with Moxie, and sometimes we even interview dads with audacity. See how regular mothers and others, average people who want to cure those around them, have gone from freaking to fabulous with homeopathy. dream that they can pass things on to their children that are important to them. Homeopathy is something that we would all love to see our children embrace as they grow and have families of their own. Well, today, I'd like you to meet a mother-daughter duo that is doing just that, learning homeopathy together and sharing it with their family, friends, and now sharing their passion for homeopathy through study groups. Sheena has passed her love of homeopathy under her daughter, Lucy, and the rest of her family, Even Sheena's husband, a practicing physician trained in conventional medicine, is supportive of her family using homeopathy. Lucy is going to share something very special that she's doing in just a bit. But first, I'd like you to hear from Sheena, Lucy's mom. So Sheena, tell us what Lucy's doing and why you think it's important. So Lucy is going to lead her own gateway to homeopathy study group. And it's going to be just for teens. No parents are going to be invited or permitted. (laughs) Not allowed. And uh, the reason is because teens are different and their needs and their conversations will be different. But I think it's really important for that age group to learn homeopathy for a couple of reasons. One is that we really are experimenting with our children's immune systems right now. We've never had so many generations where kids have not had childhood illnesses. And we don't know what that's going to do because our immune systems haven't been trained the way they have in the past. So I think these kids are really going to need a medicine to deal with what their bodies will have to be dealing with. The other reason is teens like to do their own thing. They don't necessarily want to do what their parents want them to do. And they like to find their own way. And they should know how to use homeopathy and decide for themselves if it's the right choice to use it. And I think they'll be more empowered if they do that. And the other thing I've really seen with the teenagers is the fear-mongering that adults get, I think, is exponential for the teens. The fear of illness, just the fears of everything. And fear basically forces us or pushes us to make very bad decisions in a rush based on fear instead of making a choice based on knowledge. If you make it based on fear, such as the fear of fevers, can lead to 
bad choices. Yes, it can almost debilitate us from thinking clearly because we're scared to think that we can't handle them ourselves. And so, yes, homeopathy is very empowering in that way. I have a lot of Lucy's friends and my other daughter's friends who I've given homeopathy to with their parents' permission. And the kids come back to me for more, not the parents, but the kids come back for more because they feel it in their bodies and they see that it's very curative and they feel better, especially muscular skeletal injuries of the athletes. I find it really interesting that it's the kids who want more and in some cases ask their parents to learn so that they can use homeopathy on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Sheena. We're going to switch over now and we're going to meet Lucy, her daughter, who is stepping out and she wants to share homeopathy with other teenagers. So she's going to start a Gateway to Homeopathy 1 study group and she is looking for other teenagers who might be interested in joining her. So I'm excited for you all to get to meet Lucy and to hear about what she's got going on. Hi, Lucy. Hi. I'm super glad to have you here with us today. Uh, thank you for having me. You are welcome. So Lucy, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know that you're a teenager and you live in sunny Florida. That's great. Yes. <laughs> and if you guys could see Lucy right now, she's super cute. And she has this really fuzzy chair that she's sitting in with her little headset. She's adorable. So it looks super comfortable. <laughs> it is. It's very comfortable. Okay, so Lucy, tell us a little bit about yourself. So I live in Florida. I have a younger sister, and we have a small family. We live on the water. I do gymnastics. I do a lot of martial arts, and I really like to read. And so when you say live on the water, do you live on the ocean, or is it a lake? What, it's, what um, of- it's an inlet. Oh, okay. So what is your favorite hobby? Um, I would probably say gymnastics. And I think your mom was telling me that you compete at a pretty high level. Is that right? So I used to do competition, but now I'm actually on a show team. So we do shows at Disney and such. Really? I've never heard of a gymnastics show team. I didn't know that was a thing. (laughs) It's very fun. We do some stunts too. It's a little bit like cheerleading, except much less dancing, much more tumbling and no talking. Okay, so what's the hardest thing that you do in your show? Um, probably a round off back layout, which is a round off and then basically a backflip, except your body is completely straight. Yeah, and you have to get pretty good height for that, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that sounds terrifying, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you ever have any injuries from gymnastics? Oh, yes, many. <laughs> <laughs> and I bet you used homeopathy. Definitely, for sure. Is that how you learned about homeopathy from your mom using homeopathy when you got in accidents? No, I actually, I originally started learning about homeopathy a couple years ago. My mom did a Gateway One study group and I joined her rather than doing uh, some of my science for school. It was kind of like my science curriculum for that year. And it was very interesting. You know, I questioned things a lot. I like to know every detail, every fact. So, you know, I was a bit wary going in and I did a lot of research, but then I realized it worked pretty well. So is that what convinced you is when you saw it working? 
Uh, yeah, and there have been a couple times when we used it on animals or friends. Well, the animals obviously can't talk, but my friends would be like, wow, like that actually works. That's impressive. Yeah. And so then you thought to yourself, yeah, it does work. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So you went into this gateway to homeopathy study group, kind of not really knowing what you thought of homeopathy for sure, but you thought I'm going to study it. I'm going to dig in and I'm going to see what there is to this medicine. Right. Yeah. Originally it was just something that my mom was very interested in and she kind of intrigued me a little bit and it was an excuse to get out of a couple weeks of science lessons. So I was like, all right, let's (laughs) go for it. But then as you started to study it, then what? Then I just, I got very interested in it because I learned the logic and ideas behind it and, you know, the legitimacy of the actual theory behind it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you thought that was a really good curriculum and it helped you to understand more about how homeopathy works and how it's used. Yeah. And even how the human body heals itself. Mm -hmm. That's such a foreign concept to people these days. I think they're used to taking a medicine and saying, okay, they're going to rely upon the medicine as opposed to helping the body to heal itself. Yes, absolutely. And for most of my life, my mom had us on very good diet and we use that as our medicine. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, like obviously because we live in Florida, there are a lot of weird bugs. And so my sister would get bitten by a bug and have an allergic reaction. And you no, know, you can't heal with that with bone broth. <laughs> We needed something else. Yeah. Okay. So now you got my curiosity peaked. When you say weird bugs, I guess I haven't seen weird bugs in Florida. So tell me. Just like crazy mean ants or strange beetles or we have unusually aggressive mosquitoes, (laughs) (laughs) especially where we live. So. Oh, wow. So you're getting bit a lot. Well, they don't like me too much, but my sister and mom, they love. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. So. Um, This is maybe a good time to share your favorite remedy to use for those bug bites. Why don't you tell us what you guys use? We use usually Apis 200C, sometimes 30C. That seems to be the most effective for my sister, especially. And I've used Apis 6 too when there's been a bite and it's not been severe. My mom uses that a lot. She uses that a lot for her bug bites. Mm Mm-hmm. I used that once for my daughter who got stung by a bee and it worked really well. Luckily, we haven't used it on bee stings yet. Fingers crossed. Haven't been stung by a bee in a while. I stay away from them. I'm very scared of them. But it's nice to know that if I do get stung, I have that. Yeah, exactly. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about gymnastics and how you've used homeopathy with the different things that have happened to your body doing gymnastics. There have been quite a few incidents where I've needed to use homeopathy because of gymnastics. Not only are we tumbling, but our routines, there's many people in them. So very often there'll be collisions or other sorts of things. There was actually one incident where there was a difficulty with timing. I think someone hadn't been there the day before and I went on cue, but they didn't. And I couldn't see what was going on around me. And so I ended up kicking my friend in the eye. (gasps) And it was very, very bad. And we had a show the next day and we were so concerned because we were like, we're going to show up at the show and she's going to be looking like she just got in a fight. 
And so I went over to her mom and I gave them Arnica 1M. And I said, you can give this to her. I think it'll help with the bruising. And she had no black eye the next day. Like wow. there was no sign of it. That's awesome. So you were brave enough to go over and tell them that and you don't worry about what people are going to say. You just say, hey, I have this medicine and it could help. Right. I mean, Arnica is definitely one of the ones I'm more comfortable with. Usually I am cautious with offering people things. I don't want to seem strange offering them, you know, strange, unfamiliar medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know it can be nerve wracking because you have this medicine, you know, it can help them, but you're hesitant because then they ask you, what is this that you're offering and how does it work? And then you have to explain it all. And Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it can be uncomfortable. That's for sure. But um, I was pretty confident that the Arnica would work on this. It seemed like a pretty textbook case where a high dose of Arnica would be good. And it worked very, very well. So, okay, tell us some more examples about injuries with gymnastics. Actually, one of my best friends was on the team a few years ago, and she ended up kneeing me in the face. And again, we, I think we had a show in a few days, and I had to fix it. So I took Arnica and nothing. I bet you have that on hand at all times in your gymnastics. Yeah, absolutely. I get hit quite a lot. Have you ever had a concussion? No, luckily I have not. I've fallen out of the sky a few times and nearly broken my neck, but I think if I was your mom watching you do all that, I would be a nervous wreck. I would have to take homeopathy for myself. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about your vision for a study group. Lucy, you said that you are planning to start a gateway to homeopathy study group for other teenagers, and you want to teach them about this medicine. Why are you interested in doing this? Well, I think it would be a really unique thing to do. It would be a good experience because I think it's good for teenagers to have an alternative to popping a bunch of Advil or whatever whenever they're in any kind of pain. I think it's good for us to have a natural way to heal our bodies because the world we live in today is pumping us full of all these crazy drugs that I think is just good to have ways to minimize that as much as possible and try to heal ourselves more naturally. And so you have learned about this medicine and you just want to share it with others? Yeah. So how are you going about advertising for this study group? So my mom is very involved in many homeopathy groups. So she's contacting those people, posting on Facebook about it. Um, I've asked a few people I know whether or not they would be interested. We're doing a couple of different things. I think this would be a podcast that would be great to share with your homeschool groups or on your Facebook page so that other people might see this or hear this, I should say, and then they could contact the office if they want to know how they can get involved in your study group. So Lucy, talk to those teenagers who are listening to this podcast today and tell them why they should be interested in taking the study group. So not only is it good for your body, but I think it's also very good for your mental well-being to know that, you know, if you get punched or if you have a bad allergic reaction or something like that, that you have a way to help yourself and avoid just having to pump yourself full of drugs that may not even work the way that you need them to. And I think that's very powerful for especially the crazy world we're in today 
to have a good way to heal yourself and be confident in your ability to use these medicines. So it gives you independence. It helps a person, like you said, to feel confident that they have some tools that they can use to heal their bodies rather than having to rely upon a doctor, you know, in all circumstances. Because obviously, there are times <laughs> when we may need a doctor. If we're in a severe accident and we have a broken bone or something like that, we're going to need to go to the emergency room and be seen. But homeopathy is so empowering. And if you learn that early on, like you are, just think of how it can really change the world. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Give us some more examples about how you have used homeopathy yourself. So I am actually slightly allergic to carrots and apples. Whenever I eat them, my throat gets itchy, my tongue gets itchy, and the carrots I don't care about so much, but I love apples and I want to eat them. So (laughs) what I do is I'll just have an apple, my throat and mouth will start to itch like crazy, and I'll just take Apis 200C and it'll go away within a minute. So it allows me to eat one of my favorite foods and still feel fine. (laughs) So you don't care. You just take the Apis. How long does it take for your throat and your mouth to feel better after you've eaten the apple and taken the Apis? Uh, Probably about a minute. It's very, very quick. Apis is one of the remedies I found to be extremely effective. And Lucy, when you've eaten an apple and taken the apis time and time again, do you find that you react less to the apple? Yeah, absolutely. Actually, my allergy has been getting better and better, which is also very nice. So you using this methodology, and I would not recommend to anyone out there if you have an anaphylactic reaction that you do this because obviously (laughs) you need to take precautions, but homeopathy doesn't just stop the symptoms. It actually helps your body to heal because I found this in our family as well, that when we've had allergic reactions to things and you take the homeopathic medicine, then the next time it's not as severe and the next time it's even less severe. And so you're actually helping your body to heal from whatever it's allergic to, which is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm lucky that's not too severe because then I can eat the apples and do this healing process without putting myself in any danger. Mm-hmm. Right. So what is another way that you've used homeopathy? Um, so as I mentioned before, I have a younger sister and once in a while, my parents will leave us at home alone and have me babysit her. There was one time when they went out and she started feeling very, very sick. She was incredibly nauseous. We couldn't figure out what it was from. So I gave her Arsenicum 200 and I gave her, I think two doses And she just laid down and went to sleep and was totally fine the next morning. Wow. Arsenicum album. I think that is quite possibly the one remedy, if I could only choose one remedy to take (laughs) on an island, that may be the remedy that I would choose to take because it works so amazing for food poisoning, upset stomachs, and a lot of other things. Nausea, so many things. And you knew what to do. You didn't have to call your mom and ask her what to give your sister. No. No, because you've seen this work over and over again and you've taken the study group. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So how many remedies would you say that you are familiar with if you had to take a guess? I'm familiar with quite a few. If you gave me like a list of them, I'd be able to say, no, this one, this one, this one, this one. So if you looked at that top 100 remedy kit, you know, the red kit from Washington homeopathic? Yeah, probably Mm -hmm. half. Yeah. 
Good. So what are your plans to continue learning about homeopathy in the future? Well, I think that going back and reviewing the basics again with this study group will be good because, you know, it's always good to get a deeper understanding. And my mom has a few books she'd like me to read. Obviously, I'll continue using it. I think with more and more experience, uh, more chances to experiment with how different remedies work on myself and others, I'll just continue to learn. So is this something that you're interested in maybe pursuing in the future? Or is it just something that you want to have as knowledge just to heal yourself and someday maybe your family? Um, I think more the latter, but I think I'd definitely like to do another class or two sometime in the future just to get better and better at it because it really is an empowering thing and it really is helpful to know. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so if you are a mom listening today and you have a teenager who might be interested in this group or maybe you're a teenager and you want to know exactly what does the study group look like, give us a little information, Lucy, about what does a study group session look like? What do you do? Is this going to be online, I assume? Uh, yeah, so we're most likely going to do it over Zoom. It is an eight-week course, but I would want to do an introductory week. So it would be nine weeks because the first week we'd all get together, introduce ourselves, talk about why we're doing this class, what our goals are for the class. The sessions would be about an hour and a half to two hours long. So Lucy, what does a typical study group session look like? So we would all get together, talk about the material that we learned that week. Um, There's a few question and answers in the study guide that we would go through, kind of methodically talk about everything, any personal questions that we might have, and just kind of review the material. Mm -hmm. And there's some videos that you would watch together as well, right? Yes, correct. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very exciting because you have all these people that are meeting together. They're getting to know one another. You become friends after the study group, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be fun too, Mm -hmm. as well as educational. Yeah, you'll get to meet some other kids your age around the country who are wanting to learn this as well. Yeah. I think you're going to have lots of fun with this study group, Lucy. If you're listening right now and you know someone who might be interested in joining Lucy's group, or maybe you want to start a study group of your own, contact Joette's office and they will put you in touch with Lucy or give you the information that you need to get started with your own study group. Lucy, thank you so much for being here. You are a very well-spoken young lady and I'm sure your study group will be a success. (laughs) Thank you so much. Okay, folks, it's Joette again, and I just had to add this to this wonderful interview that Kate did with Lucy, and that is that Lucy's mom was interviewed a while ago on podcast number 56, and I urge you to listen to that because it's kind of fun, but she was talking about the family's pet bearded dragon and how the little dragon had overeaten crickets. (laughs) She had overindulged and had thrown them all up. So, I mean, I don't know how something like that would look like. I don't even want to imagine it. (laughs) So as a result of that, she was not eating. She wasn't feeling very well. So I believe it was Lucy who administered Nux Vomica to her pet. And it calmed the bearded dragon right down. And she was able to get back to her normal intake of meals made up of kale and crickets.
So I thought I'd mention that because I think it's valuable that if you have a teenager or a even a young adult or even a preteen, an adolescent who has pets and they are responsible for them, which of course they should be, this should be part of their responsibility in taking care of them when they get ill. And so I urge you to bring in your family, your neighbors, those who might be interested in a class where these children can learn how to take care of not just themselves, but of course that's the ultimate answer for all of this, but for their pets. This is a great opportunity to learn that because Remember, folks, it does not matter whether it's a bearded dragon that overate their crickets or it's your husband who overate cheeseburgers. The remedy for overeating and getting nauseous and vomiting is usually Nux Vomica. The potency remains the same. The remedy remains the same. The frequency remains the same. So it doesn't matter whether it's an amphibian or a fish or a mammal or what it might be, or the size of the animal or the human, whether it's a 800-pound steer or an 8-pound baby, the remedies are the same based on the condition. The potency is the same and the frequency is the same. So here's an opportunity to really move your family along and get them involved in a class. So I urge you to bring in your family, your young ones, and get them started and join in with Lucy. You just listened to a podcast from practicalhomeopathy.com, where nationally certified homeopath, public speaker, and author Joette Calabrese shares her passion for helping families stay strong through homeopathy. Joette's podcasts are available on iTunes, Google Play, Blueberry, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Thank you for listening to this podcast with Joette Calabrese. To learn more and find out if homeopathy is a good fit in your health strategy, visit practicalhomeopathy.com.